Hey guys, and welcome to Life Chats with Levi and Nadia. Real conversations about real life issues. We pray this blesses you and encourages you. Thanks for tuning in. Okay, so Life Chats, it's been a while. Too long, no. <laughs> Too long. But um, everyone can blame me because you're always keen and interested to get this chat happening. Yeah. And I'm a killjoy. Not always, but most of the time, I'm pretty keen. So sorry, sorry to you, Nadia, and sorry <laughs> to you, the listener. We have some music playing in the background today. Very nice. It is. It's just good. Sorry if it's um, unhelpful to the listeners, but it just creates more of a vibe, you know, as yeah. we're sitting here talking about stuff. It's good. Yeah, it's nice. Okay, so today we are going to talk about dealing with unhealthy thoughts. And um, for those listening, this might become a podcast that ends up being split in two. So two podcasts, because we're going to try and tackle um, the ideas of overthinking, assuming, insecurities, cynicism, depression, and judgment. (laughs) I feel like with most of our podcasts, we kind of can't stick to just like one idea. We have to throw in a whole bunch of stuff, but we'll figure it out. Yeah, there's some tidy topics. Those are some tidy topics. Yeah. Okay, so um, let's start off with overthinking. Mm -hmm. That seems to be something that people want to hear about. How do they deal with overthinking? To be honest, I feel like I'm an overthinker. Yeah. Um, And so I actually found found myself overthinking the other night. I'd done something. I can't remember what it was. And if I do remember what it was, it was probably something super personal. But I, um, <laughs> perfect to share. I found myself overthinking something and I went to go and text somebody and I reckon that I wrote out like three text messages. And then I remember you just being like, in those moments, saying to me, Nadia, just leave it, just stop thinking about it, just mm. let it go. And I genuinely um, kind of heard you in that moment, even though you weren't there. And so I deleted the message mm. and I just let it go and realized that life is a whole lot bigger and that there are much bigger problems to deal with than this overthinking I was doing about this really simple topic. Yeah. Your thoughts? Uh, I think that uh, the brain is a magnificent thing. <laughs> yeah. And we can change the world mm. with our thought life and our creativity, our imagination. Overthinking though is related to stress anxiety you're trying to think through every hypothetical so, yeah so many so much of it is hypothetical huh? uh, what if this happens and like oh, I'm trying to read his or her feelings and like I think they think this and like what does that mean and yeah and so now you've, you're spinning out of control yeah I think that what's really important is that you recognize I might be out of control right now I might yeah. be overthinking it then don't act yeah just, just pull up, pull, take, take a minute, pause. You might pick it up the next day or actually just be self-aware. Self mm. I'm getting too caught up in this. Yeah. I need to just take a minute. I don't know what it's like for guys, but I feel like for girls it seems to be really uh, relationally um, a thing. Yes. So you'll be thinking about a friend or um, uh, your spouse or whatever it might be and you start overthinking a situation But I think what I've come to realize is that potentially you just have to trust that your friends and your spouse, the people who really mean something to you, are going to talk to you if there's anything that's happened. Yes. 
um, otherwise they'll just leave it. And I guess that's something that you need to um, have in those relationships that you have to make sure is there, that you're um, communicating a lot and saying, hey, if there's ever an issue, let's just talk about it. Um, That way you can live with the understanding that everything's fine unless someone brings something up. Totally. You and I both love Jesus. We're Jesus followers. Yeah. And and God might be the only thing in the universe who can do something instantly. Like anything, <laughs> anything he wants to do, he can do whenever he wants. Yeah. Bring instant change. But for the most part, life's about habits. It's about mm. reforming values and deciding what you want and then making the first step to go after that thing. Yeah. And I think that when it comes to relationships like what you're talking about just now and the values of... Um, having relationships that you can be honest and transparent and if there's an issue we can talk about it etc mm. you have to make a start yeah that you might get there after some weeks months years <clears throat> in those relationships and in your own life yeah right so thinking's like that yeah straight away when you said overthinking on this podcast mm. there are a bunch of listeners yeah straight away they said that's me yes and there were a bunch you're like oh that'll be interesting yeah and of those the second group of listeners yeah. There are a bunch of overthinkers who haven't yet recognized it. Yeah. To you, I would say, recognize that that might be a weakness. Yeah. Because really overthinking is not a strength. Yeah. I think I think sometimes, because there are two parts, there is overthinking that leads to um, anxiety, stress, mm-hmm. uh, assumptions, like yeah. a whole yeah. bunch of stuff that's not healthy. But then there's the overthought that's actually like, about love like you're you're thinking about someone so much thinking through what you can do for them i think it's important in this podcast to recognize that's not really the overthinking that we're talking about totally because it's brainstorming totally which is like uh like for instance oh um for instance on <laughs> sunday just gone we had our first sunday at knox presbyterian church yeah a venue downtown liberty city highlight your boy and as a result of that you then debrief yeah. How can we make this better? Yeah. And you might get yourself up into a like just think creative brainstorm like yeah. fire. I think that's okay. That's okay. I think that's different because it's like you've got parameters. Yeah. I'm thinking right now using my brain within yeah. the parameters of making church better on a Sunday or whatever. Yes. But I think overthinking, usually what the overthinking we're talking about is like at night. Yeah. Uh, we're potentially relaxed, just chilling. Yeah got caught up scrolling on on instagram yeah one thought led to another yeah got a text message that you might read the wrong way yeah something happened you heard someone said something or they thought this yeah often relational yeah and then all of a sudden so often it's relational relational or just self yes. about self yes like what how how am i perceived mm-hmm. what are people going to think yeah so i think that's the kind of overthinking that we are talking about today um and man it can be a real trap like you can get caught up in overthinking for hours, for days, for yeah, months, yeah, for yeah, years. Yeah. Uh, and I think you do just have to get to that point where you let something go. Yeah. You stop, like what you said, you recognize that you are an overthinker or that you're overthinking a particular situation. Um, you learn to act slow, mm. move slowly mm. on things that you might think are going to help the situation, make it better, some message you should send, whatever it is, just take a step back, breathe. Mm. Like I think um, potentially guys are quite good at that. I, I think girls, I've, I personally think that I'm not as good as that. Mm. I know that I've um, had moments where I'll go to send a text message and then I'm like, oh, should I do that? Should I not? I'll rewrite it. That would be better. 
oh no that might come across this way and then you just say nah it's just leave it just let it go mm. just just stop thinking about it it it's not on the scale of things it's not as important as what you should be setting your mind to right now yeah and so i think that's what particularly for women we have to get good at and then i think but i think that element of surrounding yourself with people who are upfront mm. is also really important if mm. there are people in your world mm. causing you turmoil because you're in a constant battle of trying to figure out what they think yes. then you need to have a conversation with that person because that can lead to a really unhealthy mm-hmm. um, lifestyle essentially mm-hmm. yeah. Um, yeah which leads us I guess into assuming mm-hmm. assuming can also be an unhealthy thought pattern well here's the thing about it assumptions the, the assumptions like you were saying before has, has two parts Yeah. because you can assume for the good Oh yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> so if you're assume gonna, the best. If you're gonna assume, assume the best. Yeah. Again, this comes back to those hypotheticals, or someone said something, or I heard they did this or that, or there was like some like you get it a lot in the in the media or like in sports. There's like subtle subtexts on like like sub tweets. Right. Or like for all the basketball fans out there, LeBron James today just put up an Instagram photo from sports scene or something has the highlights maybe of Clay Thompson who shot 43 points last night but only dribbled the ball four times and he was like wow this is dope um, kids pay attention this is how you play the game right you know mm. but anyone who's in the know knows that LeBron James wants to recruit Clay Thompson because he's a free agent over the summer <laughs> but it would be collusion it would be it's illegal for him to do that right but he's putting it out there mm-hmm. and you know yeah now you don't actually know you don't actually know yeah. you're just assuming yeah and so he's legally safe because if people are making assumptions, he could say, "Oh, I was just yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I haven't done anything, you know, you haven't acted on anything." Exactly. Yeah. So I think when it comes to like assumptions, relational assumptions, just assume the best. Yeah. Because if you assume the worst, you create your own prison. You create yeah. a life that you don't want to be a part of and you don't love <laughs> yeah. your life that you live yeah. because X Y Z is out to get you. That person hates you. Yeah. But if you just assume the best. Yeah. And then. If you have an inkling, you could just ask. Yeah, I feel like overthinking and assuming are kind of like brothers. Yes. They fit together and um, they can be figured out and made healthy by communication. Yeah. Like communication is just so important. Like you have to get good at having conversations with people. Yeah. Being open, being honest at times, being vulnerable and just saying, hey, like I, I get this feeling, but I might be totally wrong. And I think that it helps you to figure out the way that people are working. Because mm. everybody's different. At the end of the day, everybody's different. So we're always assuming something based on the way that we've been dealt with in the past mm. or the way that we've um, been dealt with in a relationship. You know, so for some of our listeners, they may have dated someone. So they assume that whoever they're dating now is going to be the exact same. Mm. But the only way that that's dealt with is through communication, asking questions, talking. Communication in life is just so important. I feel like we need yeah. to do a whole podcast just based on being upfront, being authentic and, yes. and communicating yes. in your relationships. With, with communication or even with assumptions, I... Um, you know, you and I, we really value that that mantra or that idea that, that if something's wrong, we'll talk about it. Yes. So yeah. if we're not talking, everything's fine. Oh man, if I don't know, I feel like maybe it's just me, but I think that I could be a person who overthinks and assumes 
a lot. Um, and you know, for for the Christian listeners, I guess one of the spiritual gifts I believe I have is discernment. So then it's that really fine line that you walk of wondering whether you're discerning something, but sometimes you could be totally wrong. Yeah. You could be overthinking and you could be assuming and you have to know that you could be wrong. You're not always right, no one's always right. And I just think that for you and I, if there wasn't that openness of communication, it could get really toxic for me. Yeah. But we've chosen, I've recognized it, mm. and then we've chosen to make sure that we just have high communication about everything. Yeah, so yeah. if I'm assuming something, I'll just quickly ask you, and it's like, it levels me out again, mm. of just going, okay, cool, yeah, nah. I know who we are, mm. I know who we are as a couple, um, and that gets stronger and stronger every day, mm-hmm. every month, every year. Yeah. Like um, with clothing, you know, I'll think something's <laughs> cool. You know, what do you think about this? And you're like, no. Like today, like, I had a good outfit on today. You did, yeah. Hey. Yeah, it was It was good. Hey. <laughs> it was good. It was good. Yeah. It was a sick outfit. Yes. You didn't like it? It was. It wasn't a sick outfit. It was a good outfit. It was a solid. It was staple. Out of you 10, know. What was it? It's like a six or a seven. Yeah. That's yeah. What yeah. It was yeah. You just paint it down like a five or something. Oh, you're good? never a five. You're never gonna be a five. But yeah, keep going. I keep receive going. it. I yeah, receive yeah. it. And then I went to put this beanie on. But then you straight away was like, ah. <laughs> but I think that. But it would be the same with you. You put something yeah, on. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And you're obviously like infinitely cooler than me. You put it on, but I'll be up front. Like yesterday, you were like, oh, this or this. Yes, I'm you're like, very up front. Oh, I think it's this. Yeah. But it's not about this brutal honesty of like, hey, you look crap. No. You should get changed. Yeah. Default is positive. Yeah. But if the question is asked or if there's something that's glaring, like you got something in your teeth. Yeah. You have to be able to talk and and be um, positive and up front. And yeah. if you stimulate a relationship like that with anybody, with friends, family, um, spouse, partner, dating, whatever. Even your boss. For you some, just, for some people. You just build on that, build on yes. that, build on that to the yeah. point where it's, um, where it's the relationship that you want to be a part of. Yeah, one hundred percent. And you have to have a bit of emotional intelligence as well, like figuring out what you should like be strongly communicating with each other. What needs to be like a little bit softer. You know, we have friends who are just like straight out, straight up about. You know, Again, intense that's things. That self-awareness. It's self-awareness. Self-awareness is so important. We need to do write a, that down as well. Doing a podcast. Do a Hopefully, we're self-aware. Do <laughs> Imagine that doing a podcast do on self-awareness and, and not being self-aware, self-aware at all. <laughs> do a um, personality test. Yes, so do good. One, do one today. Find out. Ask some trusted people. What kind of person am I? Yeah. Ask some good questions. Yeah for sure about yourself I think that's really helpful yeah well I mean for guys who are really blunt they might be trying to figure out why they're not getting a lady oh and it's like you just need to soften up a little bit (laughs) like don't say to the girl oh you know when she comes out wearing her trackies and a hoodie be like oh you look you don't look as good as what you usually look. You know, there are better ways to better ways to, to go say. about that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. We're doing pretty good for time. So um, we have discussed overthinking, assuming, um, dealing with unhealthy thoughts around insecurities. Mm-hmm. I guess it's a much bigger topic than just one podcast, but yes. uh, we kind of need to hit it a little bit. Yeah, what are you thinking? Man, I just think a lot of people... 
uh, dealing with insecurities. My idea of insecurities is just when you haven't um, protected something as well as you should and usually that thing is something that's really valuable so often it can be your strengths mm. so you're actually insecure about your strengths mm. a lot of the time mm. um, and then it can be a lot deeper I mean a lot of people have grown up in families or environments where they've never really received a lot of encouragement mm. or or they just find themselves uh, themselves overwhelmed um, by their world and what they're living in, um, I think comparison mm. a lot of the time leads to insecure thinking. Insecurity is where you lack security. You're yes. not secure. Yeah, yeah. So you're shaky. Yeah. The antithesis of that is when you're confident. To be confident is to be certain of something. Yes. Like I'm certain that mm-hmm. that I am good at this or that this person treats me, this this person loves me, or I'm certain that God cares for me. Yeah. So then I'm not insecure about where I'm at with God. Yeah. Or where He's at with me. Yeah. I'm, I'm confident and bold. Yeah. So then I find that when people are insecure, it's because they're not confident about something. Mm-hmm. So someone's not confident to walk in a room and talk with people. Yeah. So they're insecure. Yes. That can then be seen in like uh, either they could be quiet, introverted. Um, and that could be an insecurity. Yeah. Uh, not necessarily, but could be. Yeah. Or they um, are overly cynical, maybe brutally honest. Uh, it can be repetitive. Mm. Like it can actually just like um, manifest itself in a lot of different ways. It does, yeah. yeah. But really, it boils down to the fact that you're just not confident in this environment. Yeah. Um, yeah. Some people are can be quite rude. Yeah. Uh, interrupt others. Social skills not that not that strong. But yeah. it all just boils down to the fact that yeah, your self esteem is low. Yeah. Um, some people are overly controlling. Yeah. Uh, can control. You know, leaders can try and control scenarios based on insecurity. Yeah. Yeah, I think so much of it comes back to um, being overly thoughtful of yourself. Mm. You know, I think yes. I think when you're overly thoughtful of yourself, too complicated. Yeah, you just become a very complicated person, you know, when you feel like, because there's a difference, right, with confidence, confident people walk into a room and they don't necessarily believe that everybody's looking at them. Mm. They just believe that if someone does look at them, they're going to be confident about it. Mm. Whereas I feel like an insecure person walks into the room and genuinely believes that every person in that room is thoughtful and focused on them. Mm. And so then you are delving too deep into so many intricacies of who you are. Mm. That's just unnecessary. Mm. It's like like what Pastor Phil Pringle says, just shallow up a little mm. bit. Like mm. just mm. like come up from out of yourself mm. and just be a little more basic when it comes to being thoughtful of yourself. Mm. Like I think a lot of people, we live in this world that's all about self-love mm. and all of that, which I think is really good. Like you have to obviously love yourself. You have to treat yourself. You've got to treat yourself well. You've got to love who you are. But when you start to think about yourself mm. constantly, I think that's where we create our own insecurities yeah, it's so good. because we're just getting too intricate about all of the complexities of who we are. It's the dance. It's the tension because on the one hand, I'm overly thoughtful of myself. Everybody's looking at me. Yeah. Oh, how's my hair? Something in my teeth. Yeah. Face for the girls, makeup, whatever. Yeah. Um, my clothes, our outfit. Yeah. Uh, weight. 
Yeah. And then on the other hand, no one's looking at me. I'm lonely. I'm I'm, I'm isolated. No one cares. Mm. Well, you know what? Both are not true. Yeah. There are very few people in the world that when they walk in, everybody's looking at them. Very few. I feel like if Michelle and Barack Obama walked into a room. Yes. I think everyone's going to look. Yes. But and there's, all, a, there's a reason for that. Right. Yeah. So there are also <laughs> very few people in the, in the um, very few rooms that you'll be in. Yeah. Um, where no one notices you. Yeah. So the truth is somewhere in the middle. Yes. So if you're interesting, people will be interested. Yeah. If you're not, they won't be. Yes. So you might not care for that, but that's fine. Yeah. So there's going to be a spectrum. And so you'll start to see, oh, you know what, based on my talent or confidence or charisma or my level of interest in others uh, or, or how friendly I am, I'll be somewhere on the spectrum. So then now that I know where I am, I can just embrace that. Yeah. And it's interesting, isn't it? Because I think that insecurity has something to do um, with self-worth and self-image. But insecurities hit very strong people and people who, who are feeling weak. 100%. It doesn't actually matter where you're at in life, there can be some kind of insecurity. And like you said, insecurity can be shown through, uh, like in leadership it could be shown through control. And when you're outside of leadership, it can be shown through... Um, you know shyness because shyness isn't necessarily being an introvert mm. you can be an introvert and not necessarily be shy you mm-hmm. just don't like talking that yeah, much yeah yeah uh i remember my brother saying that shy people are shy because they believe that everybody's looking at them mm. and so they're actually um all about themselves yeah that's super harsh and i don't know if i like believe that 100% but it's a good discussion to have you know mm-hmm. it really is just whether you're a strong person whether you are um, an extrovert whether you're an introvert whatever kind of personality type you have I just think it's just don't think about yourself too much mm. you know really good. and then yeah eyes off self yeah because to be honest we all have huge areas of weakness yeah and when you think about yourself too much you notice all those weaknesses. Mm. Um, but when you are just confident in the fact that God loves you, he's made you, he's given you a personality, and he loves who you are, then his Holy Spirit starts to work on the stuff that might not be quite right. Um, but I feel like sometimes we take that control back and that's when we find ourselves insecure. Yeah, brilliant. Um, okay, cool. We are jumping into the bigger topic now. And that is of depression. Mm-hmm. Um, so dealing with unhealthy thoughts. So we've talked about assuming. We've talked about insecurities. We've talked about... Uh, oh, sorry, no, we haven't talked about cynicism. We we're going to talk about cynicism before depression. Oh, yeah, cool. Um, maybe we could talk about that quickly and then uh, jump, into, jump into depression. Yeah. Cynicism. Man... I don't love it, hey. No. <laughs> Your thoughts? You can be critical, critical, a critical thinker. Yes. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I don't think there's. Yeah. When, when you critique something, you want to make it better. Yeah. The Dark Knight's only the greatest movie of all time <laughs> because it's critically acclaimed. Yeah. It's got a claim. Yeah. From critics. Yeah. Who've taken it apart, and now you see how good it is. Yeah. Because, man, we've, we've put it through the test. Yeah. It's brilliant. Cynicism does not want to make something. The cynicism doesn't seek to acclaim anything. It doesn't seem to make anything 
doesn't strive, the goal of cynicism is not to make something better. Just tears it down. The goal of cynicism is to tear it down. Yeah. And at the expense of tear down others, what you're trying to... Cynicism tries to put itself forward at the expense of others. So, like, um, some sports writers can be critical. Yeah. And But that's okay, because in sport you want to lose, you have yeah. to gamble back in. But there are some who are just cynical. Like, there's, there's a guy named Stephen Jones writes... He's a Welsh writer. Anytime he writes about the All Blacks, it's just like the worst. Like he's probably never said anything good about the All Blacks ever. So now when he says anything about the All Blacks, as a fan of the All Blacks, it's like, well, of course it's going to be bad mm. because he's just a cynical writer when it comes to that thing. <laughs> and I think there are people in the world and they are um, cynical by nature. Yeah. You don't want to be around them. Yeah. You don't have discussion with them. No, they suck discussions dry. I feel like when I have a discussion with someone who's cynical, it just sucks the like energy, the life out of the room. Yeah. And you're kind of left at that point where there's nothing really else to say. Yeah. Unless you want to hit them up about being cynical. Yes. And then it just leads to a really like ugly discussion. Oh, awkward chat. Awkward chats. Cynicism, I think it's important to recognize if you are a cynical person because people don't really like being around cynical people um but most people are kind of less inclined to let that person know that mm. so it can get to a point where you just find yourself with not a lot of friends being you quite lonely a, you want to do a positivity audit on your contribution to society yeah that's good <laughs> Uh, you know today of all the things i said today yeah how many were positive how many were negative and honestly, someone out there right now is having listened to this, and you're going to do this tomorrow for the rest of your day. Yeah. And you're going to realize, man, I didn't say anything good today. <sighs> Way to recognize it, though. Yeah, it so important to recognize. Like, I feel like out of all of the things that you could figure out about yourself, mm. figuring out whether you are primarily a cynical person mm. is really important because... Mm-hmm. Um, the way that you speak is an example of what is on the inside. Yeah. And so, and often the way that you change what's on the inside is by changing your speech. Yeah. And so if you want your inside, I don't know, the, I think in colors and I just think of the color gray or black when I think of cynicism. Mm. And it's like, you could just like start painting that a colorful, you know, picture or, or, or just a really nice white by just changing the way that you speak. So important to do a word audit mm. um, and make sure that cynicism isn't creeping in because it doesn't really help the world, hey? Cynicism. Honestly, I don't think it does. Uh, yeah, I, I, what, it, like, honest question. Do you think any any kind of cynicism, do you think any kind of cynicism helps the world? No. Yeah. I don't think cynicism's clever. No, Smart, it's not, because critical thoughtful. thinking is clever. Yeah, I don't think it's imaginative. I think cynicism, you just want to tear it down. Yeah. Nah, it's worst. Yeah. Nah, and, and, and like... A lot of it is opinion, too. Oh. Your take on things. Your cynical opinions, man. Keep them to yourself. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Okay, cool. Um, are you happy moving on? Yes. To our bigger topic? Yeah, 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 totally. Amazing. All right, so let's talk about um, depression. Yeah. Depression. 
Um, and we've, we've put it in with dealing with unhealthy thoughts because it is an unhealthy thought. Important issue. Yeah, very important issue. Uh, we will at some point be doing a podcast with a couple of people um, added to the group so that we can hear actual stories and uh, all of that and really kind of dive into it a whole lot more. But um, depression is real for so many people. Mm. Uh, and there are different kinds of depression. Um, but let's kind of like open it up a little bit. Yeah, look, a couple of early thoughts from me on depression. Yeah. I think that um, clarity and a definition is really important. Mm-hmm. Because I, I think that depression has become a buzzword only because people are sick of using or don't know the synonyms of depression. Right. And there's also clinical depression. Yeah. So depression, when you've been diagnosed with depression, that's the word that the medical profession has decided to use to describe and define what it is that you have. Yeah. So that's what it is. Yeah. I still think, I think it's still important for you to understand what that means and describe it in your own way and so you you can talk about it freely. Yeah. But then I think someone else is just feeling sad or hopeless. Yes. And so how are you going? I'm feeling depressed. How good is this song though? This is my favourite song. One of my favourites. Yes. Oh, I love you. I love you too. My favourite. You're my favourite. You're my favourite. You are my favourite song. (laughs) Uh, That is a one-liner if ever I heard one. But depression is is all the the synonyms of depression are melancholy sadness hopelessness pessimism desolation low in spirit despair dejection yeah downheartedness gloominess yeah so so these are now it's i asked someone the other day i said i said i struggle with depression and and then i said tell me what does that mean how do you feel and he says i feel despair and hopelessness yeah and i feel like there's you know like sort of there's no way out from the scenario that I'm trying to get get through yeah and I thought that was just really really good yeah to hear him say what he meant yeah in other words apart from depression well it's important to recognize whether you feel as though you're in a hopeless situation which is different yeah because situations can change but depression can be a journey for a lot of people mm. um and I, I actually was writing down some thoughts um, just on this uh, just before, and I am bringing in a bit of our Maori culture into this um, part. But indigenous people in, of New Zealand, coming indigenous through. people of New Zealand, both Levi and I are Maori, and um, I remember being taught um, about hōora, mm. and hōora are the four walls of health, mm. and so um, there is tahatinana which is Whoa, you're actually going in there. I'm going in there no because I actually think it's a really important um, thing to grasp when it comes to your mental health yeah awesome so there's tahatinana which is your physical health yes um, but also medical health yes tinana body yeah body and then there's the taha hiningaro hiningaro which, head which is your your thinking yes there is taha whānau. Whānau, family. Family and social, your yes. community. Yes. And then there is taha wairua. Wairua, spirit. Spirit. Good man. <laughs> you, you remember. So there is the idea that... <laughs> there is the idea that you as a person are made up of four walls. Yeah. And it's important to have those four walls mm. for you to be strong and healthy and have good structure. 
And so I feel as though when you start to go through um, the journey of mental health for a lot of people, one of the first steps you could do is make sure that you've got those four walls in place. Mm. Um, that you've it, like approached someone in the medical profession to mm. figure out what's going on. Mm. Um, that you, uh, you have self-control with your um, mental thinking, your mm. emotional thinking that you have tahafano the social and family community, and that you have got uh, tahawairua, the spiritual aspect of that, mm. figured out. And then there was one guy who tried to add in um, another part to the kind of old Māori philosophy, which was um, tahafenoa, mm. which means the land. Mm. And, you know, as Christians... Whenua we land. land. As Christians, we believe Jesus is our foundation. Mm. So it's like... I just think that in terms of being a healthy person and making sure that your mind is in check doesn't just require you to figure out what's going on in your mind. Mm. It's so much more than that. It's saying, is Jesus my foundation? Do I have family? Do I Have I approached the medical profession? Mm. Have I put my thoughts in check? Um, and then I forgot what they are. Oh, spiritual. <laughs> That's the important one. Uh, you know, am I spending regular time with God? Am I reading my Bible? Yeah. You know, so it's like a, I don't know, it's a holistic approach really to it, thing. I guess. Um, in the world today, weight loss yeah. and fitness is massive. Huge. And one of the things that people are focusing on when it comes to that is calorie counting. Mm-hmm. Recording everything that you eat. Yeah. So um, you can look back and go, oh, yeah, I ate these things. Mm-hmm. It was this many calories and trying to get them down and trying to get them up. Yeah. And uh, what, but what people don't do who have hopeless or thinking of despair or melancholic moments yeah. is what I don't think they do is take something like what you're saying, like a holistic approach. Yeah. And even record. When did I have that thought? Yes, yeah, so good. Describe it. Yeah. What was it about? Yeah. What did I eat in that day? Yeah. Over caffeinated, under caffeinated? Really good. Sleep? Yeah. Well, one of our friends did that, right? He really started to, um, who will hopefully be sharing on the podcast soon, but yeah. really started to drill down. His eyes, they like, you know, like, you I should, should know. know. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, love it. Um, Can't wait to hear from our friend. <laughs> but really started to drill down on everything that was going on in his world. Yes. Like, essentially appro- uh, approached it holistically um, and really started to get, like, a major impact. Yeah. And, like, something that he had dealt with for a really long time. But I think that's what can happen sometimes with depression is that you're just you're too focused on one part of your world, but it could be another part of your world that yes. is. But then it's different. I mean, um, for those listeners who don't know, I have had postnatal depression before, mm-hmm. and I remember prior to that genuinely believing that people who had any form of mental health issues just weren't strong mentally. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had a huge wake-up call when I realized that anxiety and depression were real things. Yes. And I'll never forget walking into that supermarket that day and my baby starting to cry and just feeling like the walls just started closing in, my breathing started to quicken, and I thought, oh my gosh, what the heck is going on? Yeah. Um, but it was as real as this book. It was as real as this microphone. Like yeah, it was yeah, a yeah. real thing. And um, so it is different. I mean, postnatal depression, I felt like it wasn't necessarily one of the kind of walls that wasn't up in my world. It was just a, it was a medical condition. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, Dines, our friend Dines described it as brain fog. Mm. That I was simply having, that I had a foggy brain. 
and at some point the fog would clear and I'd feel myself again and I remember like finding a lot of um I don't know just kind of I felt good about thinking that through because it made me feel like I wasn't everything's okay everything's fine yeah. it was just it totally. was yeah and I, th- I think when it comes to like medically yeah you were essentially diagnosed as having postnatal yes um however um you know if you had been medicated that would have been fine yes you weren't medicated yeah and my point is this medication isn't necessarily the solution to a medical problem this is true yeah because even a doctor might say yeah you need vitamin yeah. d yeah conversations holistic yeah. approach yeah. talk it through mental strength yeah and so it's not just like one thing it's it can't be one thing and i'm glad you brought that up because people i don't know we we live in this uh, most of us don't really know a lot of the time when it comes to depression it's like do we say that what do we say what's right to say what's right to do how should we approach it you know you and i have had a lot of people come to us and say i just need a spiritual breakthrough Mm. and we're like look like you've been dealing with this thing for a year two years now there is nothing wrong with medicine Mm. medicine is there to help us because you know the answer to that question is sure (laughs) <laughs> yeah like absolutely yeah, yeah. we all do we all need spiritual breakthrough <laughs> yeah so so the answer's not like no yeah no you don't yeah you need this oh again water. your holistic approach is like yes you need jesus you need a spiritual breakthrough let's pray yeah i'm praying for you what does the bible say about what jesus did for us yeah start to declare those promises yes also while you're doing that eat well eat well sleep be physical get rest yeah, exercise. Hey, change your job. Figure out the things that give you energy. Yeah. All of that stuff. It's it's got to be. the right things. Don't isolate yourself. Yeah, and I Spend guess. Spend time with people you love. I guess what I'm I'm trying to say is like the communication, finding someone who you can talk to yes. about what you're going through is so important because I remember when I had it and I finally spoke to you about it, it was like that first step to feeling better. Yes. Then when we spoke to Dines, um, who's the kid's godparent, and he runs like a, a medical clinic, amazing, amazing man. But when we spoke to him, when I spoke to him, it was, I don't know, it was just the communicating and yeah. for him to say, actually, it's, it's foggy at the moment, but everything will be okay. Yeah. Um, for me, that was all I kind of needed. Uh, and then I started on a journey of getting better but it was like we figured out together yeah. um, how how I should get better. Yeah. But if you're just thinking, I have depression, go to a doctor, get medication, it will all get better, that might not actually be the right approach. Mm. Sometimes you have to figure out a better plan. What's the strategy? Mm. What's the plan? Mm. Um, other people might recognize something in your world um, that is unhealthy and that might be causing something. So then it's good to just get yeah trusted people in your world hey yeah yeah it's good really good i always love listening to you in these podcasts you always have wisdom thank you you always have wisdom you're a you're a river of life nadia <laughs> you're my favorite what's, river. Up, what's up with your one-liners today today i am your song and i am your river i don't think i should be your river because i feel like that that should be the holy spirit Here's a river (laughs) flowing through. Cry me a river. Okay, last one um, before we finish up today. uh, And if you're still with us, congratulations. Well done. Talking about um, dealing with unhealthy thoughts. uh, Judgment. 
one. Judgment. Okay, so I just have one thing, and that is I feel like judging is what God set aside for himself. Man, and when yeah. we judge others, we put, our, we put ourselves in his place. Wow. Not only that, he gives us our whole life to, like do right or wrong and then we're judged at the end <laughs> whoa i never thought about that oh, you get your holy cow and then you're judged if someone does one thing and we we judge like how oh that? my gosh that is a scary thought yeah, that's just like this is celebrity culture man when you get a guy like let's use a guy like justin bieber for instance yeah that guy gets judged whoa he must be being judged at all times at all times, by mainly by people who have never met him. Yeah, so you've never met this guy. Uh, well, you and I've never met him. So yeah, you know this is why I try not to judge him. Yeah, I've never met him, and even if I had met him, it's still God's not job. it's still not your job to judge and not him. Not only is it God's job, he doesn't do it. He doesn't. He does Until it at the, the end. end of his life. At the end of Holy our life. cow, man! That is that is a word for all of us. God doesn't judge us. Until the end. That's why it's cool. And he just does it on one day. <laughs> Judgment day. What a G. <laughs> like, that is, that is yeah. overthinking at its, um, uh, underthinking at its best day. Eh? Like, like we overthink everybody. God's like, man, if I overthought about all of you guys in terms of the stuff you do wrong. Put it this way. <laughs> if Judgment day is in fact 24 hours. Yeah, okay. Let's just say. Let's just say. Throw it out there. That. Fictional. (laughs) In eternity. Yeah. God set aside 24 hours to judge us. Yeah. And apart from that, he just loves us. What a G. And even even judgment. Even he's judging us in love. I mean, far out. But I I, I think judgment, there's two things I think that turn people away from God or stop people from coming to him. Hypocrisy and judgment. Yeah. Especially for... uh, Gen X, Millennial, Gen Z. Yeah. Um, you know, that hypocrisy is, I say one thing, I do another. Yeah. You're not genuine. People hate that. People hate that. You know? Especially like when it's found in... There's someone yeah. listening right now that's like, you know, hates this podcast because they think that we're saying things that we don't do. Right, like, yeah, yeah. I respect yeah. your opinion. <laughs> um, and I won't judge you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but then uh, the other one's judgment. Yeah. So that... Um, I, I say something and then don't follow through or I do something but I don't believe in it people hate that and they hate the fact that they get judged for doing that because <laughs> we're yeah. hypocrites and, and judgmental it really Yeah. but that you judge me people hate that Yeah. don't judge me mm. hashtag yeah. like, th- these are things that, that people hate people hate these things Yeah. and, and I respect that and like you know because we're, we're designed uh, that only that only one would judge us once yeah and so when we get judged over and over and over again so so again like cynicism mm. there's nothing really that can come of it that's positive yeah when we're judgmental people yeah wisdom's different yeah like judgment says like oh, well, I don't like this person because of XYZ wisdom yeah. says you know what they might do XYZ yeah so wisdom says I'm yeah. gonna maybe do something different not hang out whatever yeah but I'm not judging them for it yeah cause it's that's like good judgment of a scenario. Yes. But we're talking about judgment of people. Character assassination. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Chill, honey. Chill. Chill. Awesome. Well, I reckon, honestly, to be honest, babe, I think that, like... Honestly, to be honest. That, on, I mean, honestly, to be honest. Like, if I was and honest, honestly. If I was really honest about being honest, 
I would honestly say <laughs> that honestly, uh, your one that that thought about God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hope I hope so. Anyway, I hope that you guys he have been blessed. Right, eh? He reserves the oh, right so to judge. Right, yeah, yeah. We love, are. You, love you, fam. Love you, fam. Um, Thanks for tuning in. I'm, I'm going to pray for people real quick um, in terms of just dealing with unhealthy thoughts. God, we just thank you um, for your Bible. We thank you for your Holy Spirit that helps us. And Lord, I just pray for any person who's dealing with unhealthy thoughts right now. Lord, I just pray that you would bring peace that transcends all understanding. And Lord, that you'd give us wisdom uh, and, and joy. Father, would you speak to us and comfort us in Jesus' name. Amen. How good is this song? Well, it's fade out music. Fade out, fade out. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, uh. Here we go. I'm not even going to try. I wish I was a rapper. Lauren Hill. Thanks for tuning in to Life Chats with Levi and Nadia. If you enjoyed today, make sure that you tell your friends about it, let them know, maybe hit that button and give us a rating. And hey, while you're at it, why don't you subscribe to our channel? Thanks so much. Have a blessed week.